The Truth and Love Ministry is pleased to present Truth and Love Radio with former Muslim and now Christian pastor Sharam Hadian. Sharam is from Iran and is now a proud U.S. citizen living in Washington State. In addition to being a pastor and conference speaker, he is also the host of the weekly television program Till TV. And now, here is your host, Sharam Hadian. Thank you for joining us today on Truth and Love Radio. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian here with you. And um, folks, we want to remind you just again the importance of trying to share these messages out to all those who you know need to hear this. Uh, we, our ministry, the Till Project ministry, the Truth and Love ministry is about speaking the truth in love, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. And um, truth is, is, is now becoming hate speech. I, I was teaching on this uh, a couple of Sundays ago at our church. That, you know, the Bible predicts, uh, for example, in, in Second Peter, uh, that, you know, the way of the truth is going to be maligned. Uh, we're told um, that, you know, it's all about love. It's, it's, it, we shouldn't say anything that's offensive and so forth and so on. But that's just not the case. That's not, that's not um, the reality of what, what we should be doing as Christians. You know, Proverbs 16.25 says, there's a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. Because... Those Christians who think that, well, they know better what to do and they've figured it out and they're not following the admonition of Scripture, it seems right to them, but it's a way of death. And truth is now the new hate speech. Truth about Islam, speaking truth about Islam. Again, last program I was covering the genesis of the word Islamophobia, how Islamic law teaches that to slander or malign Islam is a death sentence. They can you can be killed over it, and that we see in Europe and in Canada already movements afoot. In Europe, they've already banned any defamation of Islam. In Canada, they're working with it in, with their anti-Islamophobia resolution M103. It's already in 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 public policy in the State Department, DOJ, Homeland Security, FBI. Thanks to Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, uh, the swamp has not been drained as of yet. And we see the Muslim Brotherhood working on state capitals and in Washington, D.C. to push for the criminalization of Islamophobia. They want hate speech legislation. So truth is the new hate speech. Matthew 24, 9, right? And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. So for the, for the sake of Christ and for the sake of truth, as we're trying to warn people about what Islam is and what a danger it is spiritually and to our nation, we're going to be the new hate, hate groups as we already are. That's why our ministry was added to the Southern Poverty Law Center's uh, list of hate groups. That's why the, Islam, the, uh, the Muslim Brotherhood Group CARE uh, has listed us as one of 41 organizations that are part of the Islamophobia Network. When you stand for the truth, you will be labeled as hate groups now and shunned by many. So this is the new day. This is what we got to prepare for. And I pray you would join us in prayer. I pray you would join us in supporting this ministry and others that are standing. As I said on the last program, you know our, the events were shut down um, by those same players. The Southern Private Law Center, CARE, Antifa, they are the ones who worked to shut down our free speech, our freedom of assembly in Milwaukee, in um, Green Bay, in, in, in La Crosse, Wisconsin, in Bloomington, Minnesota. This is their tactic now to try to shut us down. So 
I want to encourage you, please, we must stand. We must stand um, because it is critical. Um, watch this. I, I want to uh, share with you an article from April 30th, 2018. Uh, Turkey calls on Europe to criminalize Islamophobia. Remember, in Europe, they don't have that language like they have in Canada. The M103 resolution in Canada was specifically an anti-Islamophobia resolution. They're using the term Islamophobia, which is a made-up term, in legal language. And that's what they want to do in Europe. So even though Europe has defamation of religion laws that are already being used to protect um, any criticism of Islam, even if factual, now Turkey, which is becoming Islamic rapidly, right? I have said to people time and time again, keep your eyes on Turkey. Turkey is going to become, in my opinion, based on scripture, the seat of power for the Sunni Islamic world, not Saudi, but Turkey. Iran is the seat of power for the Shiite Islamic world. They are working together, Iran and Turkey. Turkey, of course, is part of this axis of 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 evil in that is that is we're told about in Ezekiel 38 that you have in Ezekiel 38 of the nine nations that are listed you have Russia Rosh you have Persia Iran and you have Turkey mentioned four times uh, Meshach Tubal Tagorma there it's mentioned four times so pay attention to Iran Turkey and Russia pay attention to those allegiances and that Turkey will become the power base of the Sunni Islamic movement. Turkey wants to come into the European Union. They want to double the Islamic population of Europe if they come into the European Union. So here's an article from, from Gatestone Institute. Turkey calls on Europe to criminalize Islamophobia. And this is what their goal is, that they want uh, to say. And, and here, here here's the quote directly from this um, report they put out uh at an event held on April 11th to unveil the 2017 European Islamophobia Report released by the Foundation for Political, Economic, and Social Research, Turkish Foreign Minister Mevlut Kavusuglu called on European, the European Union governments to criminalize Islamophobia. Quote, there is no ideology or terminology called Islamism. There is only one Islam, and it means peace, he declared. Of course, we know that's a lie because... He declared that incor incorrectly. Salam means peace. Islam, uh, the word salam means peace, but Islam is aslama, salama, uh, uh, which is the term for submission or surrendered one. So Islam means one who is submitted or surrendered. He also claimed that populist politicians are, quote, increasingly engaging in extremist, anti-immigrant, xenophobic, and Islamophobic rhetoric to get a few more votes, and that, quote, centrist politicians are using a similar rhetoric to get back the votes they have lost. So they want to recognize Islamophobia as a hate crime, quote, this is, these are his words, as a hate crime and a form of racism. They want it in law. And that's why I'm trying to share with you that this is so important is that as we witness the ongoing Islamization of Europe, of Canada, of the United States, we have to understand that when you see this type of language and this type of movement to criminalize Islamophobia, they are either in the upper house like in Europe or they're getting very close to the upper house. Very, very, very troubling. And 
here is the shocker for some people because I want to show you who is helping them. Who is helping them to criminalize Islamophobia? Who is helping them to fight this quote-unquote fight against Islamophobia? So what we're seeing from these Muslim activist groups, political party groups like the USCMO and CARE and so forth, is that they have partnered with Black Lives Matter. They have partnered with Antifa. They are partnering with the SPLC, and I'll talk about that here in a minute. And they are getting open doors because of the interfaith groups, because of interfaith churches, because of, 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 of even like leaders like James White, who opened the door to Yasser Qadi and espoused a bunch of nonsense by saying that uh, you know, he's concerned about Muslims being interned and, and, and uh, uh, yeah, because Qadi was saying, well, you know, uh, imagine if Muslims were to be taken, rounded up and put into internment camps. And he's, he's afraid of that. And, and he said when persecution comes, it's Muslims and Christians need to, that need to hold hands and, and help each other. No, uh, true Muslims, if they get the upper hand, as we've seen throughout history, when they get that upper hand, they're not going to be holding the hands of Christians. They're going to be holding their heads. They're going to be holding their hair. Um, because if the Christian doesn't submit to Islam, then those Muslims turn them in or even participate in their death or in their beheading or in their crucifixion or in their stoning. That's what we've seen through Islamic history. And that's not rhetoric. That's fact. That's just Islamic fact. So this is what um, is, is being uh, you know, narrated. So we have numerous examples where the Muslim Brotherhood is now openly coming into churches and advocating that, hey, we need your help, Christians, to help us fight Islamophobia to help us combat anti-Muslim bigotry. And again, it does not matter those who are speaking out against Islam. It does not seem to matter how factual they are, how much they're quoting and sourcing Islamic text or the life of Muhammad himself, as we have done in our ministry. It's slander, it's defamation, it's um, maligning, it's criticism, and we can't allow it. And we need your help to help us criminalize it. Really? So let me give you an example. And, and by the way, I have this example in our Trojan Horse uh, of Interfaith Dialogue DVD, our brand-new DVD, the Trojan Horse of Interfaith Dialogue. Again, a must-have, a must-have. I can't stress it enough. Please, if you're able to, get a copy. Get several copies. Get them out to pastors, to churches. Make them respond. If they turn on you, if, if if they get angry with you when you share it with them, there's your answer. There you know now where they stand on this critical issue. So uh, Salem Lutheran Church in Mount Vernon, Washington State, back in October 3rd of 2017, they had an interfaith event called Love in a Time of Fear, Recognizing Muslims as Our Neighbors. Typical type of titles. Faith over fear, love over fear, blah, blah, blah. So they invited a um, interfaith pastor. They invited a Islamic scholar to come in and teach about Islam. Of course, they're going to teach not factually correct. They're going to come and whitewash it because remember the permissibility of lying. When you can't tell the truth to attain the goal, a permissible goal, you are permitted to lie to attain that permissible goal. That's what the Sharia law manual says. And they invited a gal by the name of Layla Al-Munir. So the 
invitation has her bio. So I want to I want to read you her bio. It says she's a married mother of two wonderful daughters, a proud American Muslim, a U.S. citizen, a registered voter, and a firm believer in the promise of America. Inspired by Islamic teachings of serving God by serving humanity, she has been an active volunteer with CARE Washington State and MAPS, amen, helping educate fellow Americans about their American Muslim neighbors. Now, CARE, we know, is a direct front group for the Muslim Brotherhood. CARE is an unindicted co-conspirator in the largest terror financing trial in American history. MAPS is an organization in the Puget Sound, Muslim American Puget Sound Society. It's a, it's a, it's a, or a local organization there in Washington State. So, so here you have CARE, the Muslim Brotherhood, openly, folks, openly coming into a, a quote-unquote Lutheran church. And this is not a biblical Lutheran church. This is the ELCA Lutheran church, the very compromised, heretical Lutheran church. I know that because when this event was happening two weeks later, I was speaking at another Lutheran church just a few miles down the road that is a Missouri Synod Lutheran church that is solid. Thank God for Pastor Long there and that congregation because they're solid. They're standing on the word of God. They're not afraid. But you have this division in every denomination and in every aspect of quote-unquote Christianity. So they're bringing care. Now, what is Layla Al-Munir and Samir Ahmad and this interfaith pastor teaching these quote-unquote Christians? They want their help in combating Islamophobia. The, the next page says combating Islamophobia action and resource lists. They want you to educate yourself about Islamophobia. And watch this. Now pay attention. They want your help in reporting Islamophobia. Did you hear what I just said? They are recruiting, quote, well, in my opinion, quote, Christian activists, because they're not really Christians, in my opinion. Many of these are not Christians. The fruit stinks. But they want to recruit, quote, recruit, quote, Christian activists who will then help them, the Muslims, to report Islamophobia. So they want to use the interfaith people to help them report Islamophobia to who? To the government. Just like we saw in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where they set up last year or a year and a half ago, the mayor of Minneapolis, the former mayor of Minneapolis, Betsy Hodges, set up a Islamophobia or, or sorry, a hate crime, hate speech hotline for Minnesotans to call in and report hate speech, hate crimes. Well, guess what? Who are they reporting them against? Against Muslims, because, you know, the claim is Muslims are so persecuted in America. Not Jews, not Christians, but it's Muslims, apparently. And they want you to help them report that Islamophobia. So, folks, this is, as I've said many times, this is 1930s Germany all over again. They're recruiting useful idiots, using a historical term by the communists. They're recruiting this, these religious useful idiots that are the interfaith folks to turn people in who are, quote-unquote, committing this horrible crime of Islamophobia and anti-Muslim bigotry. And who are those people they're going to be turning in? How about Sharam Hadian and his family? How about you and your family? How about Brandon House and his family? Usama Datuk and his family? 
Robert Spencer, Pamela Geller, John Guandalo, every uh, uh, person that we see, Jamie Glazoff from the Glazoff gang, who uh, Facebook and YouTube, YouTube, I think it was, uh, suspended his account. YouTube has suspended uh, Memories' account. Uh, the Middle East. Um, uh, let me go to here real quick so I can get it accurately here. Here, here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Um, right here. Memory. The Middle East Media Research Institute. They're a uh, institute that simply all they do is they just take clips that are posted by Islamic scholars out of the mosques, by Islamic leaders, and they just simply translate them from whatever language they may be from, Arabic, Farsi, uh, Pashto, um, and, and, and they put it into English. That's all they do. They don't even put any commentary. They just translate it. They've been banned by YouTube. Jamie Glazoff. So this is, you know, Pamela Geller, Robert Spencer. So they're going to turn us in because that's what they want. They want to criminalize Islamophobia. And who's going to help them? The religious useful idiots. The religious fools, like many evangelicals, like, like James White and others, who are going to be actually a participant in bringing persecution onto true Christians. Whether they know it or not, they are aiding and abetting the enemy to bring persecution against true Bible-believing Christians who are accurately and factually exposing this false religion and ideology that is Islam. Please, please don't think anything other than this. You can look for it yourself. Examine it yourself. The evidence is overwhelming. And that's what we're talking about. You have this type of again this this event in Mount Vernon went went across the state. They ended it was so successful they ended up putting a roadshow together, Faith Over Fear, up and down Washington State. We see this type of these type of groups all across the country, care working with interfaith groups. For example, January thirty first, two thousand and eighteen, this year, they had an event in Redmond, Washington, where Microsoft is based, where I used to be a police officer. And in Redmond, Washington, they had an event, one of these faith over fear events. And so who hosted the event? CARE, Washington, MAPS, the, Puget, the, the Muslim Association of Puget Sound. They hosted the event. Who did they invite? 100 faith leaders from across the area. Christians, Muslims, Jews, Baha'i, Hindu. They all came together. What did they do? They signed the pledge. What does the pledge say? Help us combat Islamophobia and anti-Muslim bigotry, right? That's exactly what they did in that church. Help us turn people in. And oh, by the way, one of the things I forgot to mention is the other thing that they did in that church in Mount Vernon and they're doing in these events is not only wanting to recruit activists to help them report Islamophobia and turn people in and expose people, but they want to connect them with the Southern Poverty Law Center's Guide to Anti-Muslim Extremists, this supposed... Uh, anti-Muslim hate map. And who was at this uh, Faith Over Fear event in Redmond, Washington? Facilitator Alejandro Butel from the Southern Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center was there working with the Muslim Brotherhood Group CARE, working with interfaith leaders. 
And who worked to shut our events down in Minnesota and Wisconsin and violate our First Amendment rights and violate our right for commerce in the United States of America that's supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave? CARE, the SPLC, Antifa, and interfaith groups. They all worked hand in hand and rejoiced and celebrated when our events were shut down with no chance to move the events anywhere else. Three and a half thousand people scheduled to come and hear the events. None of that happened because they worked to now. So here they start talking about, oh, poor us. You know, we're victims of, of, of Islamophobia and anti-Muslim bigotry. Yet they're the bullies. They're the racist. They're the fascist. They're the totalitarian Nazis. And any professing Christian that aids and abeds in that is participating in their evil. They are evil themselves. Their hearts are now corrupted. And, 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 and any fruit of them being a Christian reeks. If they're a Christian, I don't know what a Christian means anymore. This is America, folks. This is 2018 America, church. Are you ready for this? Are we ready for this type of persecution? Now, listen, I'm not afraid of it. And neither should you be afraid of it. Because the, the, the word of God prepares us. Blessed are those that are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Prepare our hearts. Romans 12, right? If those who desire to live godly lives in Christ Jesus shall be persecuted. You will. Guaranteed. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna stand for truth. You're going to be persecuted. Truth is now uh, the new hate speech. This is the way we are. But we got to know what it is and who is participating. The likes of James White. The likes of everybody who supports James White. The likes of all of these so-called Christian leaders and interfaith leaders. They are all participating in the persecution, aiding in a, excuse me, abetting in the persecution of true Bible-believing Christians and Jews because of the rise of anti-Semitism. Because if you're a Jew and you speak out against Islam, factually, same thing. If you're an atheist and you speak out against Islam, same thing. It doesn't matter what religion you are, actually. You're an enemy. But, of course, the number one category are conservative, Bible-believing Christians who are warning. Pastors, church leaders, average Christians. Many of our supporters, right? Many of you who are supporters, you are going to be on those lists. You are going to be turned in if we don't stand up now and push back now. Because when the city of Minneapolis set up the hotline, my first question was, well, who's going to enforce it? Who's going to enforce this? So they turn me in. They call me in. Go ahead. In fact, I was tempted to do an event there just so they can turn me in to see what was going to happen. The question is, we don't know yet who's going to enforce it. But where the, who do they want it to enforce it? The government. Just like in Canada that's enforcing the anti-Islamophobia. Just like in Europe. I mean, th- this, is how, this is how insidious this is. And this is how utterly suicidal European governments and the Canadian government and the U.S. government is becoming. Because we're, again, what did the Muslim Brotherhood document, the explanatory say? We want to sabotage your miserable house using your hands. Guess what? That's exactly what they're doing. They're using our own government, our own laws against us to violate our own free speech, our own freedom of religion, our own freedom of assembly. They're, they're sticking it to us using our own laws. And they're laughing all the way to their demonic goals. 
And shame on every Christian leader who claims to be a Christian and a lover of Christ and a lover of the church. Because I would never wish this upon my worst enemy. Because we're supposed to love our enemies. So you see what's going on? Who they're partnering with? What their goals are? How they're using Islamophobia? And again, all of this is evidence that they're getting close to the upper house. The ongoing Islamization of our nation is continuing on. Abated. There's no opposition, folks, because opposition cannot be tolerated. Whether they shut this down on social media, whether they shut down our events, or whether they criminalize our actions and soon, soon mark these words, one of us is going to end up being in jail or worse for our faith and for our stance. You know, as Acts 5 29 says, it's time to obey God rather than man. Folks, it's time to obey God rather than man. When the laws of man violate the laws of God, it's now time for us to obey the laws of God. And I will not be silent about a threat to the gospel. I will not be silent about a threat to this nation. I will, be not, I will not be silent about a threat to the fulfillment of the Great Commission and the coming kingdom of Jesus Christ. I will be not I will not be silent against an ideology like Islam that is an antichrist spirit that denies every single tenet of the beautiful Christian faith that I was blessed to come into 19 years ago. The Lord Jesus Christ rescued me out of the darkness and sickness and demonic ideology that is Islam. And I will not be silent for his sake. Because I love my Lord too much, I love his word too much, and I love his church too much. I pray you will join me in our refusal to be silent. And here's the hashtag that we brought up in Lake of the Ozarks. We said, hashtag, refuse to be used. Remember, their goal is to sabotage our house using our hands. Guess what? You and I need to say, we refuse to be used in destroying our own nation. We refuse to be used in destroying our own laws. We refuse to be used in corrupting the the, the church of Jesus Christ. We refuse to be used in corrupting the gospel of Jesus Christ. We refuse to be used in any aspect of sabotaging our own house. We won't go along with it, folks. We can't go along with it. This is not unity. This is not love. This is not tolerance. It's evil. And for the sake of truth, stand up. Shout, if necessary, from the rooftops. I don't mean yell at people. I mean, don't let your voice be silenced. Don't let your voice be silenced. Because silence in the face of evil is evil itself. May God give us courage, boldness, power, might by his spirit in these last days that we are in before the return of the Lord for us. May he give us that boldness and spirit to stand and occupy no matter what the cost until he comes. And for I, for one, will never be silent about evil. May you join me. May we do it together. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for supporting us. Please pray. Please support. Please engage. Please order these resources. We do these things so that we can get the message out, so that you can be equipped. Please help us. God bless you. May God keep you and I and all of us strong and faithful to defend the faith at all costs. We'll see you on the program next time. Thank you for listening to Truth in Love Radio with Pastor Sharam Hadian. 
You can visit our website, order DVDs, subscribe to our podcast, or support the ministry at www.tilproject.com. Please join us next time for another installment of Truth in Love Radio.